Good afternoon and good evening. How are we all? This is the Shedcast and this is episode two, the current affairs one. Yes. I am Jake, as you know. I'm Joe. here we have my best friend, Mr. Joseph. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah very, very good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been all right. I've been been busy working. Yeah. Can't complain. It's bank holiday, bank holiday Friday, bank holiday Monday. So love a good bank holiday. Yeah, what can you four day weekend? Absolute absolute belter. It's a shame the weather hasn't quite been there. I was going to say that. I think it's it's barbecue weather. It is barbecue but weather. Not quite the uh, not quite the weather that we were no. hoping for or expecting. But it is what it is. That's it. Can't really I, complain. I think it's got to be Tuesdays when you've got a four day weekend. Exactly. I had some good news this week. I actually. Um, Left my job at the council, so Very that good. was good. On to bigger and better things, like my new job on Tuesday, so I'm looking forward to that. Lovely stuff. Nice one, mate. Yeah. Good. Not a bad week. Not yeah. a bad week. Good. Well, like we said, it's um, current affairs week, so I'm hoping that you've come prepared with a couple of stories I that have. we can chat about. I have. So mine really, uh, mine, my stories probably compared based on what I can see on your notes are a little bit, um, are a little bit smaller. I would say. Mine are more sort of chirpier stories of the week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, like they say, it's not the size of the boat. It's exactly. It's the motion in the ocean. I so, say that every time I get into bed with my fiance. She's a very lucky lady. She is. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'll start off, Flo. One of the stories that we've had this week, there's uh, any Marvel fans out there, and I, I, was, I was amazed by, by this story. So Marvel fan breaks world record for watching Avengers Endgame 191 times. So for any mathematicians out there, Avengers Endgame is three hours and ten minutes long. So that is the equivalent of watching Avengers Endgame for 25.069444 days in a row. That's mad. Actually, mad when you think about it. <laughs> I love the film and I love Marvel, but I don't think I could watch it 191 but times. Do you think he did it as like a way of being able to beat a world record, or do you think he's that obsessed with it he's happy to watch it that many times? I mean, maybe he's just, or yeah, maybe he's just, you know, that's not as being sexist, by the way. I know for a fact it's a man. Don't worry. We covered all grounds in the podcast. I would probably say that um, he's just doing it because he loves it. I guess. Mm. I don't really think you would do something like that just to break a world record. Yeah, but you, you've like, got, well, you obviously you've got to love to doing it. It's like, 25 days out of your life to watch, no. to watch Marvel, Eng- Marvel Endgame. It's like the man that beat the uh, world record for eating um, the most amount of Jaffa cakes in like a minute or something. You've got to love Jaffa cakes in order for you to eat Jaffa that cakes. many. Yeah, Jaffa cakes are, are a little delight. Mm. Yeah, they yeah, are good. Yeah, of course, yeah. But that's mad. So wait, so, just, so who watched... So this has been recorded. How, how has it been recorded as the Guinness World Record? Then I I don't really know. It came as an article. Um, oh, I can't remember what paper. I think it might have been the Daily Mirror, and the guy did like an interview with them and stuff. And they basically said to him, you know, what's made you watch it? That he just said he just enjoys watching it. <laughs> that's my. A hundred and ninety-one. That's times, a lot. Of time. You'd be bored of it, wouldn't you? I think you would. Like unless unless you were doing it to like try and recognize like every single line in the film. Mm. Because I, I could see it maybe that being something, but 191 times is a, is a long time. Well, people do it as like media projects, don't they? They're like, but you know, like if they have like yeah. A level media or something, yeah. they have a, a film that they need to watch so many times to try and understand it and get like the synopsis behind it yeah. and try and pick out little little bits and pieces. It makes you makes you wonder whether he actually started it kind of like this year as well. Like maybe he was on furlough and he didn't have anything. Yeah, nothing else to do. Yeah. Also, the, what what gets me right? The 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 title of the article is. 
Man breaks world record of watching Endgame 191 times. He right. So the key important thing there is he breaks world record, which yeah. means somebody out there's watched it around the same 188 <laughs> times or 189 times. Imagine how gutted you'd be. But then again, you could just unless it's like a straight record where it's like you have to watch it like over and over again, or you just have to have watched that film that many like so many times. Yeah. Like maybe if that guy then watches it another four times, then he's got the record back. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's just going to be continuous, isn't it? And it's like in twenty thirty, the man yeah. has broken all records watching Endgame two hundred and forty-five times, <laughs> nine thousand times. Like just ridiculous. By that point, it? Young Avengers is out, and we've already got a new Endgame too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like how many times is it going to keep being broken? I suppose that's like any record, though, is it? How many times it is. is it going to be broken? Yeah, yeah, that's it. it it's, it's still pretty impressive either oh, way. Yeah. It's still pretty impressive. <laughs> So another story um, <laughs> that could be quite deceiving based on the headline um, that I saw. And it's a massive tit fight breaks out in Park in Scotland. Now, I'm reading that out to you. OK, what, what do you think that is? So I'll read it again. Massive tit fight breaks out in Scottish Park. Well, if you weren't to see the pictures and the description of the article, what, what do you think that would be? I mean... Going off of what my mind thinks it is, because <laughs> obviously, let's be, let's be honest, there are two different sides. There, there there's, is. There's what your mind thinks it is, and then it's what you actually think it could be. Yes. So what my mind thinks it is, is, I don't know, there might have been a Scottish world breastfeeding competition, <laughs> that, that, and everybody's just... You know, all the women have congregated in, yeah, the, in a park about, in Scotland. It can't just be women, though. It could be men. Men have boobies. Yeah, but tit is the word you use, isn't it? Oh, man boobs and then tits. Well, I think yeah. well, everyone has breasts, but yeah. I mean, I, it, tits is a very like... So that's what I think it is. I think it was... What it could be <laughs> is a park and a congregation of breastfeeding women that have decided to... <laughs> something's got out of hand. Somebody said, look, my breast milk is stronger than yours. And then all of a sudden, there's boobs flying everywhere. Exactly. That's my assumption, but I... Well, you're not going to go with that. No, well, because it's an article, isn't it? It's yeah. been posted on the news. So. Or there is... Crazy stuff that gets posted all the time. Yeah. So, if in this instance, I would say go with what you think. So in your heart of hearts, what is your heart of hearts saying? So the only thing that you can see here is the title. You can't so, see anything else. So read the, read the title that again. Massive tit fight breaks out in Scottish Park. Was tit in capitals? No. So it wasn't. It could be used as an acronym for something else. For example, I'm, I've wrote it down the same way that it says it in the article. Yeah. So it's all lowercase as well. Yeah. Right. So the biggest tit did um like boris johnson and all the other mps get together and <laughs> we'll have a big brawl or something i mean and... it was like that scene from anchorman too where they all get <laughs> <Yeah>. in the park <laughs> they're all fighting <laughs> dominic yeah. cummings pulls up <laughs> oh yeah brick why have you got a hand grenade <laughs> i don't know <laughs> do you want me to tell you yeah go on i'm happy I'm so excited. a photographer was taking a photo for a national wildlife magazine oh how i don't think <laughs> And uh, he managed to capture um, two blue tits having a fight. Uh, well, yeah. Which is something that's not caught on camera very often, hence why it was a news article. Uh, I won't go into details about the fight because it was quite tragic. Yeah, and, uh, die, yeah we, we don't want to go into detail about that. Did the bird pass away? One of the birds lost his eyes. No. So it was a blue tits. I 
<laughs> I tell you what, that it's is a real article as well. Like, that, that joke was just that was oh, a corker. That, that was good. I'm proud that of you for good. that. Uh, that was... I didn't even write that down. That was just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that was all the, off the cuff. That, yeah, I like that. That was phenomenal. That was good. Um, that was a good day for Jake. <laughs> Jeez. Um. So so that was that was literally why it was been posted. Because yeah. It was a fight that could yeah. Off it was a it. fight, and it's rarely caught on camera. So I just thought it was <laughs> it was a cool photo to add in there, uh, a cool headline to add in there. Well, why do I believe that the the, the, the bird's eyes has been like <laughs> <laughs> that, that? Genuinely, was, that is what happened though. But the joke wasn't. No, I that I know, but and that's what I thought. Yeah, that's, wow, that's, that's very um, impressive. <laughs> um, wow. So, yeah, so there's that. Um, another story that we've got is a UK ticket Euro Millions holder wins 122 million. That's madness. So there's an actual person from the UK that stepped forward today and claimed his ticket for 122 million. So I'm going to ask you a question now. I feel like I know where this is, well, what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. We'll do, we'll do, we'll simplify it. So what are the first three things that you would buy if you won 122 million? If I had 122 million, I would, I think the first thing I'd do is probably pay my family's like mortgages off and debts nice. and nice. so that they could, so that, like, oh, and like friends, like really close friends could yeah, yeah. pay off their mortgages and like, so that they've got, they live debt free, like a debt free yeah, life yeah. as best as, you know. As well as you can name, I feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of people would say that as well. Yeah, I, I definitely for myself. You know, I'd, I'd I'd make sure that the next house that I ever got, whatever's mortgage free, yeah, yeah. one hundred twenty million, one hundred twenty two million. It's, it's a huge amount, and obviously so, it's not taxed either. So that is just pure cold hard. That's cash madness. Mm. And how, how old was the guy? What? I don't know. In all honesty, he's probably gone down the right route of. Not saying percent You'd probably get robbed if you if you'd you know named your. Yeah, named your I mean, especially if it turned out that the winner was like a really young person that maybe wasn't Without, very money smart. And stuff. Killed by yeah. like, that people kill for that kind of money. You just wouldn't, would you? Um, no, so I think that's the first thing I'd do. I think the second thing I'd do, I think I'd have to support my own, myself. So I'd probably get like a nice house somewhere, maybe abroad, uh, like Italy or something like what, like my own place that's mine. Um, even if I could get it built or mm. whatever, a couple of million to get it built and then it's yours, pay for it outright so it's completely your own home. Yeah. Um, and I think the other public part of it, I'd probably be savvy with it because, let's be honest, I know it's 120 million, you are pretty much set for life, but if you could have a continuous stream of money coming in, you could continue to benefit yourself and then your kids and then family and whatever. That's the thing, it's the interest, isn't it, that comes with that. Yeah. Like you, You're living on interest for the rest of your life. Like As long as you're careful with with how you're spending it you don't limit yourself that much because obviously the more money you have the better your interest is mm. so i mean but you you're, have, you're laughing you can have money continue coming in so i'd put it maybe invest in stocks yeah you can invest in property yeah like something that's going to allow you to get the money to continue to come back I in just, again it's just a crazy amount of money isn't it well, money, 122 million well that's it and money creates money doesn't it at the end of the day yeah. so so i think that would be a good way of being able to continue to have money coming in but 120 million is a massive amount. It is. It what, is. What, would, what would you do with the like, first three things you'd do? With <sighs> it? I'd probably go down the same route as yourself, really. Like, probably just ensure that, you know, your family and stuff were debt free, um, were comfortable in life. Um, second thing I would do is probably pay for a crash course in driving. Yeah. And then just get a crash course done, get the license done, get my license, get a car, probably buy a Tesla. Even if I had all the money in the why world. Tesla? Why not? Why because, right, Teslas are so cool, man. Like, yeah, Tesla, the... Tesla is the future of cars. Right, that that's how I see it. I, I've followed Teslas since like they were first a, an idea in Mr. Musk's head. 
and they are like next generation. Like you can be flashy and stuff. I get that. But I think I'd rather be classy than flashy. Yeah, I'm sure um, Elon's uh, watching this and, and listening to this. But if you are, um, if you wanted to sponsor us. Hashtag uh, uh, the Shedcast. Hashtag the Shedcast. X hash- SpaceX. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Tesla. Then, uh, then yeah, please uh, please go ahead. We'd love a new, love a brand new Tesla from yourself. And just to let you know, this uh, sh- this podcast is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. No, it's not. <laughs> It's, it's definitely not. Everything is sponsored by <laughs> Raid Shadow is. Legends. Yeah, everything is. Everything is on YouTube is sponsored but, by Raid Shadow Legends. But we'll be laughing because when the second that they come back for a sponsor, exactly. we're not going to decline them, are we? No, we're so, not going to say that. And if they're actually on that point, if there aren't anyone wants to sponsor us, they please uh, you know, reach out to us. Um, we're interested in um, getting sponsored by things that we're interested in. So if you're listening to his Pantene Pro V <laughs> or Yakult, we're. Marmite. Uh, Marmite. <laughs> Links Africa, Marmite. Links Africa, we're listening. We're here. Yes. We're here for here for your sponsorship. Thank you. Um, but Tesla, yeah. So go back to what you were saying. Then. So, so yeah, Tesla. Tesla's. I think like when I get my license and stuff, like ideally, I would love to buy a Tesla as my first car. Uh, I've got high ambitions for my new job, and I and I think in my head I'm gonna be able to succeed and work to things mm-hmm. that I want to get. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, when you come to things like that, it's insurance and stuff, isn't it? So it's kind of a, a thing that you time, build up to. But, but I, I think Teslas are just so cool and so smart, like a smart car. Yeah. Like, you can drive, it can drive you on the motorway. It accustoms, like, things that you... That, that it Basically, the car builds its, itself around you as a person and caters to your needs as well. Like, all these things, like voice recognition like um, holographic display on the window and stuff like that. Like, my, it's so cool. My worry would be how often and where, where, where you can charge the car because obviously you have to be savvy. You know, there's lots of different Tesla points. Well, the good there? thing is with that is that obviously the, the car sort of industry going forward, they're aiming, I think it's by 2030, to not sell like petrol cars anymore yeah, or to yeah. not produce petrol cars yeah, anymore. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you can't buy them. You can still be able to buy them after that, yeah. but no more will be produced. So you would like to think that by that time, seven years down the line, there's going to be a lot of like electrical hybrid pumps to be able to charge your car a lot more often anyway. Yeah, yeah. So there is that as well. Yeah, that you is know, that energy is efficient is the way forward. Yeah, yeah, because I, 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 the diesel yeah. car, um, the, 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 yeah, the point we made there about being diesel not being a thing in the future as well, obviously, is, is definitely going to happen. And petrol cars are way a long way from being that from happening. But obviously, with electric cars, yeah, that def- obviously definitely is the future. I mean, what Prius have been doing a electric cars is it half and half electric is it half, half yeah they, that's what they started with wasn't it and now they have got full yeah hybrid ones. yeah um but yeah it definitely definitely would be um but what, what's your third choice if you had a 122 million what is your third option what would you do a third what, option. Or, or not third option but the third you know thing that you'd do what do you have that money um so sorted family out with with debt and stuff i bought myself a car done a done a crash course um, it's the third one. Wow, it's a great question. Um, do you know that's a really good question? I I don't know. I really don't know. Would you look at look at a new house? Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that would probably be it. Probably pay off my mortgage. Yeah. Pay off my mortgage and then figure out what I want to do after that. Would you stay in stay in Leicester? Would you no. stay near your family? I probably wouldn't stay there. No. So where would you go if you had like? Do you have like an idea in your head? Ideally, I, I would love. I would love to move to Florida one day. That's what I would love. I'd love to be able to move to America one day. What, like permanently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, even if it wasn't permanently, um, 
there's a YouTuber I watch, Codename Pizza, and he um, does like zombie streaming and stuff. Yeah. And he goes to Florida once every three months. <laughs> like, really? once every three months. Just yeah. The holiday, just a trip. Yeah. You've got a place out there or something. He goes, he goes to Orlando. He's moving there at the end of next year. Where, where, where do you say he lives in the UK? He Did lives you know? uh, Manchester. Oh. So he, he's getting, he is moving to Florida for like four years. Jeez. So he goes, he goes to Disneyland and Universal and he's got park passes even though he doesn't live there. That's how often he goes. Wow. And he's built up air miles and stuff because that's how often he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not saying I want to move to Florida because of that, but I'm saying like I would want to move somewhere that's got weather, good weather like pretty much all year round. Obviously, the only thing that comes with America is obviously the guns and then, you know, bad weather to, like in Florida. You get bad, um, yeah. yeah, you get like tornadoes. For me, though, it's, like, it's more about like being able to, like the lifestyle over there, the food is so different, like... The fashion is so different. Like everything is just so different. I've never been. How many times have you been to Florida? So I've before? been. I've been to New York about five times because my nan lives over there. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida. I've actually never been to Florida, but I'm going there. Um, I'm going there for my honeymoon. So obviously, that's gonna be sick. Mm. Universal, Disney, and stuff. So that would be cool. You see, you've never been to Florida before. I've never been to Florida, no. But I have been to America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love it. Like the lifestyle and everything over there is great. I think I think if I was to like go over there, it would probably be to. Like, I think it'd be like semi permanent. I think. Yeah. Because I'd still I'd still want to have something in the UK. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think yeah. it's it's it, as you know difficult it is it is to move out unless somewhere like that, and it's got like obviously it's pros and cons. But I think for me it'd be difficult to move away from family. Yeah. Because they're obviously yeah. within the UK, and that would be one but, of the biggest. Yeah. Except on the other side, the flip side is that if you wanted to see your family, where where would you rather have have them have them come? Would you rather them have them come to Florida to see you on holiday? Yeah. Visit you for two three weeks, or would you prefer them to be in like Leicester? Exactly. It's Fantastic. like Leicester versus Orlando. You think? Mm. So that's that's. I think that's what I would do. So it's good that we've established like. The first sort of three ideas that we think we would do was something like that. Yeah. Just in case it happens one day. I noticed that you didn't say that you wouldn't give your friends money. <laughs> I don't have any yeah. friends. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> but, uh, I think that's definitely um, that's 122 million. Yeah. It's, an it's, a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy amount. amount. It's a crazy amount. And fair play, fair play to that person. For fair still, play. For, yeah, yeah. If you don't. If you don't buy a ticket, you don't win the raffle. That's exactly. What they say, isn't You've it? got to be so. in it to win it. So, obviously, around the UK, you are now able to meet up to six people outside in a private garden or park, mm. which is really cool because yeah. we've been inside for God knows how long. Absolutely. And it feels nice to be outdoors again. Yeah. <laughs> still, still feel weird being distanced from you. It does. It does. It does feel very weird. But we're getting there. You know, what date is it? Oh, I don't know what date it is without looking, but, you know, in a, in a few days' time, we're going to be able to, you know, go to a pub outside in the garden. We're going to be able to go non-essential retail shops, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Um, What are the other things that you can do? He- get your hair cut. Haircut. The, ha- the haircut's a massive one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking like a woolly mammoth at the Have minute. Have you seen... Like... <laughs> <laughs> you got a Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Have you... <laughs> Sharon Osborne, have you seen like Edna Mode, <laughs> Edna Mode. But, I mean, the, some of the lockdown barnets are absolutely oh, yeah, terrible. Yeah. So you, I'm lucky. I got my haircut cut by my boss. It's actually not a bad job. I was tempted to get a mullet and just say F it, but then I got everybody's a new job, getting so. mullets. I've had this conversation so many times with yeah. people from work. So everybody, it, the way forward is mullets. It is. I've seen a lot of people. It's like a trend at the minute, isn't it? Yep. This guy I saw, he, he was like, he had, he had the most luscious. Mullet I've ever seen. It was like floppy Luscious at the back, locks. and he was telling me how he like how he, how he maintains it. It just makes you think if that's 
I, I honestly, you've got to be brave to have them on it. Though. Oh, one hundred percent. I think also you've got to. Some people don't, uh, don't grow hair at the back or at the sides. So, yeah. well, sort of the sides are fortunate because it's just the top of the back, isn't it? But, mate, if you if if Pat Sharp can pull off a mullet, <laughs> anybody can pull off a mullet. I think exactly. Should, exactly. Would you go, Would you ever get a mullet? Um, no. if, if it became, <laughs> even if it became a trend again. No, I definitely wouldn't. I don't like to follow the trend. No. Maybe like when I was a bit younger, I would follow the trend mm. massively, but not now. No. No. Not Too you. fat for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, how, what does that mean? Anything? Doesn't mean any, anything? That doesn't. Okay, so say for example, slim, slim fit t-shirts and skinny jeans are in, are a trend. Yeah. At what point can a thick boy wear them? <laughs> I like how you use the word thick as well. <laughs> That's nice. Are you, yeah, I I'm guess. right. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I'm I, right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And yeah, that. I, I don't follow trends. I like to dress in what I feel comfortable in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. But the good news is, another thing that we missed out about the 12th of April is that the gyms will be opening again. So yes. we can get back into doing get back into big sessions, sessions. Yeah, and exactly. finishing in the pool and just talking shit about life. Yeah. Which is good. I look which forward to exactly that. exactly what we're doing now. Exactly. <laughs> but we'll be in a swimming pool. Yeah. Oh, and like saunas and steam rooms yes. and yes. jacuzzis and like... Yes. We sound like, <laughs> oh, I can't like wait. a peach daiquiri as it well. It just sounds like, it. it's just music. It's music to my ears. Yeah. It sounds amazing. It's like all these things that we took so much for granted. I don't think I'll ever say to you, I'm not coming to the gym ever again. Mm. Just because uh, even if I go there and do 10 minutes worth, I'm out the house. For me, I get really bad FOMO. So yeah. it's like, if everybody else is doing it, then I get I like yeah. massive, massive FOMO. So yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd need to go. The, the other issue was, I, I don't really like people. So mm. do you know when it, do you, for example, do you know when it's like the Black Friday sales and stuff, and yeah. everybody goes crazy about getting three percent off of a, or like you know, I don't know, it's like ten percent off of a TV, and they queue for hours and hours and hours yeah. outside of, outside yeah. Curry's and PC World to get Black Friday. This new TV. Black Friday is ridiculous. It's absolutely UK. ridiculous. People go crazy for it. It's yeah. like fights and things, yeah. and like I can't stand it. I'd rather wait and spend the extra ten percent on top of what it should, what it could have being off that and go when it's quiet this is what you could have had yeah then then i'd rather spend i'd rather spend that extra 10 percent on on not queuing and not having a fight with somebody over a panasonic <laughs> Do you know exactly what I mean? it's ridiculous so like for me i i'm i am kind of also dreading things becoming open again and being rammed again because I, I guess there is the the social anxiety of it you know yeah like being able to see people again and and you've been cooped up for so long working from home not being in an office not seeing people like when you actually come to see people again, as much as you don't think it will, it could be quite overwhelming. It, it's weird. Like even if it's your mum or your your best friend or like anyone, it can be so overwhelming. Even the first time around when it was, yeah. was October, is it? And everyone yeah. was meeting up and still doing things like that. Like I even think, that was still it's nice. I think the but... worst thing about all that is that we actually were given a chance to get back to normality. Back to what like was I I went to a restaurant and I had food and we were going to the gym almost every day. Yeah. And Absolutely. we were going in the pool, like showering, like you know, open shower, like public showers, people using like the same bathrooms in a gym, and all that sort of stuff. I know it sounds weird, but like we were given all of that, and it got stripped away from us, which is what down I'm, to the bare minimum. Well, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like when we start to release um, new lockdown legislations, it starts to ease again. Mm. I don't, I can't, in fact, see it going away in the way of, you know. Being, being being normal again because there are so many things that I I feel as if it might get to you know April and then the next one's gonna be in, is it June is it after April or is it there's one so in May? There's 
obviously 12th of April and then you've got the end of April, I think. Was it? it uh, no, sorry, you got the... You got twelfth of April, and then you got the. I think it's the seventeenth of May. Yeah, and I then think you've got it, the. Then you've got June twenty first. So with June, like uh, June is like literally everything. Nothing, everything is gone. But can you, you can you think whether you know? Can you honestly see that happening? I can, I can because I don't think we can go backwards now from where we are. But Boris did also say that um, after this lot of lockdowns, it, there, we, there will be no more yeah. lockdowns after yeah. that. So that, that which gives everybody a, a and, massive hope, but as much as I have an opinion on Boris, I don't think that he would say something like that and for it to then go back on itself. Even though politicians have proven mm. time and time again for stuff like that to yeah, happen, yeah. But he's, he's I think under, right. under the circumstances, I think for him to say something like that just does mean that we're not going to go backwards. Like if anything, like for example, you know, April twelfth hits and then we get a massive wave and it's like okay, you're not allowed to go back to the gym. But you're not going to go back in lockdown. You're just not allowed yeah, to go yeah. back to the gym. Yeah. Like I think that's what it's going to be if it's yeah. going to be anything. So I've got a question for you. Mm. So is there anything that you would keep from lockdown that you want to move forward? So for example, lots of people have been working from home. Mm. Would you prefer to continue working from home? No. No. Nope. Do you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Like with the, obviously the new job, like you know, <laughs> like I'm going into an office. I get to see you. I get to see people that I know and you know, people that are similar age and stuff, and it's going to be probably, like, quite overwhelming at first because yeah. it's been so long. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be really nice to be able to see people yeah, and be in the same environment as people, like, on a day-to-day basis. Like, it's going to be nice. And working from home is good. Don't get me wrong. It's just okay. But the novelty wears off after a while. Oh, yeah, 100%. You, think... you wake up, you go downstairs, you go into wherever it is that your desk is, you turn your computer on, you work for eight hours, you finish... You come out and you sit on your sofa and then you eat food and then you go to bed. And, and you it's the space. same thing exactly. all the time. I think that's, I'm quite fortunate because I've always stayed, our business has been it's a central business, so it's yeah. always stayed open. Um, and the clients that we, you know, speak to are also essential. So I think we are very fortunate. We're not like, I know other companies, when it, when it, when it came to May, for example, and everybody was going through the whole hoo-ha of lockdown initially, there was a lot of people that I knew that were made redundant and... Um, if I was working in my last job, for example, a lot of those guys have made redundant and it was really, really odd because obviously they're in a position where they are having to have no job or they've been made to be furloughed and they have no reliance on money and they've got bills to pay mortgages. It's a horrible, frightening thought, but I was obviously quite fortunate in the fact that I didn't have to go and had 100% pay and still got to move to go to work and stuff. And obviously it was weird, you know, mm. in our in our, in our in our complex of um, office buildings that we were the only car park that had cars in the office, we were people yeah. in the offices. And then we had, when uh, obviously everything eased again, we went and met up with a few people that I used to work with for a socially distanced drink and... <laughs> They were telling me, "Oh, how, how's it been? How's it yeah. been?" And I, I'm like none the wiser because yeah. I'm thinking in my head, "I'm actually, you know, I've been working. I'm I, fine. I've had, been the same. I've had normal. Yeah. Nothing's changed for me." Um, they, yeah, they were saying things like, "And oh, no, I feel bad for not being able to work, and I'm I'm sat at home and I'm bored, and I don't like, uh, you know, the idea of having two, three weeks off work and just doing nothing, watching Netflix, chilling. Yeah. But to some people, sounds bliss. But do that feel like months yeah. and months and my, months and months? My mate, he he's been he's not worked since last March. He's been on furlough for that long. That's unbelievable. And <clears throat> when he first started, like, furlough, I'm sure he won't mind me talking about this, um, he he was basically, like, on furlough, and it was kind of like, you know, this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got, like, a, I've had a month now, I've not worked, I've been getting paid 80%, which isn't great, but no. I'm not spending money on buses, I'm not spending money on yeah. lunch. 
I'm just at home waking up, not doing any work at all. You know, two to four, five to six, seven to eight months down the line, you're waking up every morning and you feel shit about yourself. You feel gross. You're not showering as much. Sometimes you probably forget to brush your teeth. Like, do you know what I mean? You fall into a routine where it's like, I hate this and there's nothing that I can mm. do about it because you've got no motivation. Yeah. And people that have been put, I've been fortunate not to be put on furlough in my job. I wasn't on furlough at all, but I got working from home, which in a way was good because again, I didn't spend money on bus fare. No. I was saving that. And at the same time, I was dealing with customer complaints and stuff like that in my own house. Yeah. And it creates a, not a nice environment. Like, no. I would like, I had my stuff in my conservatory and it was like, I felt like, I felt, horrible going in there in the morning because i knew what i'd have to deal with i guess also the thing is as well like you also take into consideration that your home and you know place where you live is like yeah. a safe haven yeah it's like you come back and this is where you, you know positive vibes kind of thing and then, yeah that's it you know if you're having negatives from work you should come back into the environment mm. where you could feel feel okay you have a chat with your partner about it you might yeah. chill out try and de-stress and you know kind of you know desensitize from the day but yeah. then if you're doing that 24 7 in exactly the same environment that is that you know like say is, is you work in and you're a, you know, your, your safe haven. It, it's not a nice environment no. to be in. I feel sorry for kid people like parents that have kids that are able to go to school. Yeah, and I, then... was, I was thinking about that as well. Like it's been, it's been crazy, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you can sit there in your chair <laughs> when you're working from home, and you could just be in your boxes. You can't do that at work. <laughs> I had a conversation with a client the other day. <laughs> And she was like, oh, I love doing interviews. I said, why is that? She goes, because it's it's uh, work at the top and party at the bottom. And I thought, I don't know why you're telling me that. I don't know how you mean by that. And she goes, well, no, obviously, like, I wear, like, a nice outfit on the top, so I look smart. But then I could be wearing trackies and no one would know. Yeah, and sure, so, that's, sure that's what she meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and that's what, like, that's what I mean. It's like people just do, you can it's, do it because it's, it's the way of working. People, right, do, people do crazy things when they're isolated for so long. And I think that's one of the biggest things to take away with this. One of the biggest things, don't always... Don't pass up an opportunity. If you genuinely can't make it with your friends, then don't worry about it. But if you're saying it just because you can't be bothered, just do it. Because yeah. we have taken a lot of things for granted over the time. And oh, yeah. I will definitely be doing everything I can in my power to be able to get back to some form of normality going yeah. forward. So what would... So if, like I say, if you could take something from lockdown that you want to keep enforcing throughout, what do you think that would be? Like, would it be maybe face masks or... No, I don't think face masks. I think they are obviously have been mandatory for so long and I understand why. Mm. Especially on public transport, because yeah. people are, you know, some people do take massive advantage of public transport and do whatever they want, mm. cough with their mouths open and stuff. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. I think antibacterial stuff, like, I think it's good to have that on access, like, at all times, no matter where you are. I think that's good. Yeah. Because if anything, you know, you're keeping yourself clean, even if... That's hygiene, hygiene as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Wiping things down at the gym more often, that sort of thing. I think yeah. that's good as well. Um... But I'd probably say going forward, one thing I would is just take, is not take my friends for granted and do as much as I can. Because yeah, you never know when it can be taken from you. Again. Try and involve with your friends yeah. more, you mean? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. But yeah, I think that's one thing I would definitely take away from that. Yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. <clears throat> well, I've got a, um, obviously, another story that's been massive at the moment in the news is everything that's been going on with the royal family. There we go. I mean, you could come up with like a like a million different stories. I mean, um, it's been two episodes deep, and we're already talking about the royal family. <laughs> yeah, they're all lizards. Um, this but, is this is where we're at. But it, it's been it's it's mad. So, uh, but the whole I think um, the whole I, I think as well, and 
you know, forgive me, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like a lot of the news at the moment is being like, I don't know, everything's being heightened because of lockdown. You've got nothing else to be excited about. There's no, there's no other news to go on about other than lockdown this, lockdown that. Yeah, it's like I mean, when it, you see a second, the, the, the sense of something else is yeah. like heightened. And 90 out of 100 people probably wouldn't watch be watching the news in the day if they were no, at work. No, of course so, they yeah. So when you've got 100 people that are watching the news whilst they're at home in the day, yeah. any story is like, oh my God, yeah. like we need to talk about that. But this one, for, I think for me, with the Royal Family, is probably one of the biggest things because okay. yes. I think it is a, it's a, obviously a genuinely um, get into this, difficult subject. But what, um, firstly, so, you know, if we go back to the start, Harry is, what, third in line, I think that's, He's yeah, probably not anymore. Fourth in line yeah. for the throne because you've got Charles after the Queen. Yeah. You've then got... Uh, after Charles is William. William. After William is... Fun fact about William. Go on. He was voted the sexiest bold man in the world the other week. Really? I mean, you think about some of the sexy bold men out there. I mean... Mr. Not... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Can you smell... Oh, my mum told me to do that. Did you... My mum told me to do that. <laughs> So I'm going to, can you smell what the rock is cooking? She told me to do it, so I had to No, do you it. have to do it. If your mum told you to do something, you exactly, do it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, if your mum told, you, told you to walk off a cliff, you do. Exactly. Because she told you. Um, so you've got Dwayne, you've got... Jason Statham. Statham, obviously. Um, but, I mean, there's, yeah. there's other bold men out there that I can't think of, but, no, but I'm, I'm sure, sure there's more. That make themselves known. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, sorry, carry on. No, that, no that, well, that's just a mad, no, it's madness, no. Um, thank you, if anything. That's okay. Um, so... And then after Harry is, uh, so after um, William is William's son. Is it what's his what's his son's name? Oh, George. George. Uh, but after George David, is yeah. is Harry. So Harry's pretty much got no chance of ever being on the throne unless no. like, unless he murders his entire family, <laughs> which I don't think is probably going to happen. Would he get away with that, or is it just the Queen that can do that? The Queen can't do, the queen can't do that. Yes, she could. The Queen could behead Philip in front of everyone and get away. With it. <laughs> Oh my god. Right. What kind of country do you think? 100% this is? she could. The queen cannot get arrested. The queen cannot be trialed for any crimes. But you think there'd be uproar if she did that? There would be uproar, but that she wouldn't be trialed for it. I just don't. I mean, there's got to I mean, on. she's not going to behead Philip. He's already pretty much beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he is 99. There's a story actually upon that. There's a story. <laughs> Right? Have you heard? I think I know what you're going to say. I think I know you, what you're going to say. He's already dead. Yeah, so, yeah, I thought you would say that. I mean, he looks dead. I mean, no disrespect, but he does look at it. He's like... How um, old is he? Like, nine, nine... Is he 98? 99. 99. But do you know when, um... When you... Do you know, like, jellyfish are translucent? <laughs> I think Philip's translucent. You can see... Like, you can kind of see through him. He's not quite opaque. <laughs> but he's not quite transparent. So you can no. kind of see... Kind of partially through him, but... Yeah. Like... Like for example, if if you shot a, if if you like stood behind him and you put a torch behind, him, you'd light up. <laughs> you like, would see everything. Yeah, you see. Yeah. So, but he he's like he's like a walking X-ray. So he's like so. Well, I don't know if he's walking to be fair either because he's really ill. But that, he is like he. So obviously he's. It's a, there's a suggestion that he is already yeah, there. Yeah, I mean... And that he's not been... He's been not been announced because of COVID. I'm thinking, is that true? I don't bloody know. I mean, I mean, it's it's very rare that with COVID that a 99-year-old would recover from it. I mean, he's not had COVID, though, has he? He's just had yeah, heart yeah, problems. Yeah, right? heart surgery. Yeah, heart surgery. Yeah. Is what is, I mean, is what how often do 99-year-olds survive heart surgery? Well, this is... This is what, yeah. 
I mean, I guess he is getting looked after by like the top top people. Like yeah, obviously the best best. He's not he's not getting world. operated on by you know Brenda from down the road. No, Edwards is hands. Yeah, no, so no, it's not. You know, he's he's getting looked after in the right hands. But I, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, but yeah, I, it, it obviously. Is, um, I mean, you know, Liz might be a lizard. Phil might be a. Phil's, if Phil is a lizard. Yeah, Phil is a, is an iguana. <laughs> he's got the skin of an iguana. <laughs> he can change color like an iguana. He is basically a lizard. So, but yeah, obviously. Sorry, this podcast is sponsored by London Dungeons. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Madam. It could be a waxwork if he was in Madam Two Swords, <laughs> couldn't he? You wouldn't know the difference. If he walked into Madam Two Swords and he stood next to himself, you'd be like, who, which one's Phil? You would not know, would you? Um, but yeah, so obviously, so so Phil, yeah, he's, uh, that's a good suggestion. I, don't, I mean, I don't think he's dead, but no, it is what it is. But no, so going back on to what I said about Harry. So with Harry, he obviously is, what, fourth in line to the throne. And... He has obviously made the decision to remove himself from yeah. royal duty. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So royal duty obviously would include things like meeting members of the public. Obviously, he has his infantry background as well, which isn't a royal duty, but he does that as, uh, anyway. Um, obviously, he's involved with a series of different charities, different events. Um, there's quite a big... It, it doesn't sound like they do a huge amount, but they actually do quite a lot, and they bring in a lot of revenue from being the royal family themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody's seen The Crown, for example, they obviously have a lot of duty on there. It's obviously, you know, it's, it's a big thing. But, but So he's obviously relieved himself from that duty and it's caused massive controversy with people. Yeah, yeah. People have been going crazy about it. Like the idea yeah. that, you know, he should stay within the royal family. Why? What, what has he actually physically got to do? I mean, people are just... I think the thing is, I think in a nutshell, you've got, you've got um, what they call them, gammons, people in the UK... You've got gammons that just don't believe on another side of something that's not theirs. So, you know, they're the sort of people that call people that are affected by mental health like snowflakes. Right, I they, see. They give off this, like, gammon vibe where it's just like... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, that, that, that's like... That's what, that's what I've got. I mean, I've, heard, I've heard that's what they're called. I'm going to make a new segment in, in, uh, in the next future the podcast. Just, just, yeah. just they give off gammon vibes. <laughs> Can we get hashtag gammon in the chat? <laughs> that's so so right. So they give off this vibe where it's like you've got people that are pure royal enthusiasts as well. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people yeah. that dedicate their own lives. Yeah, to just loving the royal family. Yeah, and I get that because if you're British and you're proud to be British, then you know you want the royal family. Like the royal family is, you know, you would see it as your family, and there are definitely people out there that see that. Mm. And once something is put into that family that they don't agree with, it's it just uproar. They will never see another side to it. So for an American actress coming into the Brit to, coming into the royal family, and what's the word I'm looking for? Encouraging a main member of the royal family to depart, like, to detach himself away from the royal family that he's been a part of his whole life, to then wanting to go off on his own. Everyone's like, well, she's she's done this, she she's split done them that. Apart. But it's I, I don't think it is that because I think he's always felt like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously there's a big rabbit hole you can go down with Diana. And even Harry said it himself to Oprah. He was like, I, I could see things going the same way that they were for my mum. Which is what the hell does that mean? Like yeah. what you know, he knows things that you know, he, he didn't want to talk about certain things, but he spoke about it, he just didn't mention anyone's name because mm. he knew that it would get them in trouble. 
But I think the whole thing with Megan and is just like people just don't like the fact that an outsider has come in the world. That, 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 that's another thing, isn't it? As well, like because you, you think the only way that you'd remain the royal blood mm. is by having incestuous sex with your, with your sisters and cousins. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's the only way that you keep it within the family. So there has to be outsiders that are involved. Do you think if Charles wanted, um, what's her name? Not Bellatrix or Strange. <laughs> Camilla. Definitely not wanted, Bellatrix or Strange. <laughs> if she wanted, if he wanted, you know, if you, if you wanted Camilla Parker Bowles, who I think, I don't think is a lizard, but just looks like a lizard. If you think if she want if you wanted her to be in part of the royal family, she's not part of that blood either. But no, Diana was. Yeah. Kate Middleton, everyone re- love Kate. Everyone Middleton. loves Kate. Right? <laughs> but I, she's not part of the royal family. The thing you? is with Kate, she's a typical British royal family member. She does what she's told. She doesn't do anything that's controversial. She doesn't get herself in the limelight for the wrong reasons. No. She does everything that she's told, and she sticks by the book. Although going back to the Scottish parks and the tits, supposedly, um, there was a whole thing that kicked off. They took a picture of her while she was um, on like some villa in France um, and the headline was Pancake Tit. <laughs> what an awful thing. Um, but, I mean, that's just the British press for you, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, no, 100%. They are hot, hot as shit on people that they don't like. And even Harry said that. They said in that interview, this is coming from Harry, they have meetings. They have garden parties with tabloids. Who? The royal family do. About they, what? To keep them in line, to keep them on their side. And that is what the purpose of those parties are for. They invite people like the Sun, the, you know, the Royal Mail, uh, not the Royal Mail, that's a postal service, the Daily, the daily, the daily Mirror, um, whatever. I don't read the newspaper because I'm not 74. Um, and they, they invite these people to private garden parties to keep them on their side. Mm. And it's just like, how much do the royal family control and how much can you escape from that? And I think Harry's done it at the right time. Yeah. Because he's, the thing is with Harry, he's seen himself in a situation that he doesn't want to be in. And the good thing that he said to kind of cover his own back in a way was, Megan didn't make me want to leave. Uh, Megan didn't make me leave the royal family. I always wanted to leave the royal family, but she gave me the courage to leave the royal family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think what you... And I think once you've got more than one person, so they're a partnership, once you've got another person that's just on your side as much as you are, and you're strong together and you manage to disembark yourself away yeah. from something like that, a toxic environment, it, you know, it, it, why would you not? Well, like... you're like blinded by it. If, you, if, if the only life that you've ever lived, lived is within the royal family, and then you have somebody from the outside in coming saying, look, this is what I can see, yeah. it makes you realise it's like when you're in a toxic relationship, isn't it? And you don't realise you're in a toxic relationship until somebody outside says, it's relatively neutral to the situation, says, actually, no, this isn't yeah. right. And you think, well, actually, and it makes you realise a few things, doesn't it? Yeah. And the thing is, like, yeah, I, I, I think he's always been thinking about it. Like, one of the things that... Um, that Megan said in the Oprah interview was that she said they didn't want him to be a prince. Mm. And like, if he was, you know, like I said earlier, he was what third in line for, for, for the throne, you know, it's probably not that they didn't want him to be. It's just that they obviously want to, you know, it, it, there's not going to be a chance for him to be on the throne. <laughs> you know, there's not going to be a chance for him to be, to be a king. And, but, but to say that you don't want him to be a prince, I mean, I mean, there's a, I think, I think there's a lot of stuff that's gone on behind closed doors. Like they kept referring to it, didn't they? As the, the, what was it? The something. 
they every single time they want a discussion, it get, has to go to the something. Yeah. Um, I can't. Was it the unit or something like You're that? Right. Okay. I can't remember what it was that they kept saying. Uh, no, the establishment or something like that. They kept saying mm. everything that they have to do has to go through. Let's just say the establishment. Yeah. And. It was like, who the hell runs that? Wants like, to do, wants to, is in like things they want to do like personally. Yeah, like, 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 like Megan, holiday, Megan yeah. was saying she was literally telling the royal family she was going to kill herself and she had no help. Yeah. So it kind of like, it makes you think, Diana was in trouble. She wanted to get out. So she probably did speak to a lot of people yeah. and she was just shoved aside like Megan was. And Harry, Harry said he was that scared to talk about the fact that his wife wanted to kill herself mm. he didn't talk about it yeah like he imagine like and that to me that is not saying that harry's harry's weak or anything like that <laughs> i just think that there must be something riding on that family that makes you go fuck i really can't no matter how bad the situation is yeah. i cannot bring that up no like what what is drilled into them to make them think that his own wife told him that he wanted to kill that she wanted to kill herself and he couldn't tell anyone. Yeah, no. Like what? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, isn't like, it? Like how mad? How mad is that? No, it is. It is mad. And that it, it it yeah it begs the question as well. Like how? Like also, is is the royal family quite corrupt? Oh yeah. I mean yeah. I I would say so. I mean you know there's going to be a lot of people that probably listen to this that are in favour of the royal family and, and oh yeah this they... isn't this isn't as discouraging the royal family. It's more just our our opinion on it and you know the way that things are painted. I, you know, I'm from the UK. I've lived there my whole life. Joe has as well. The royal family is a is a big statement in the UK, and it always will be. There's nothing that's ever going to change that. But I think you know, with certain things that have happened, with not real any explanation. For example, what's his name? Um, Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. And what's his name? The the, the Queen's son. Oh, uh, oh Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what the what the it's hell weird. is going yeah, on there? Don't, like, worry, he... don't worry, we 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 don't support um an outsider coming in to marry our our grandson, but we support our our, our son being a paedophile. Exactly. Yeah. Or being associated with the paedophile. Yeah. It's and... um, it's definitely like it's definitely a corrupt situation. I mean, the thing is as well, like Harry's not gotten anything to gain from being outside the royal family besides him. Like, isn't he's not got any military um. They know value from being out the out the royal family. I think with Harry, I think the reason that he didn't leave when he wanted to is because financially, he kind of didn't have any direction as to where he wanted to go no. on his own. Well, no, to what that well, this is it. What he said, and that's not a bad thing because if you don't like, it's like us. If we if we're living at home with our mums and parents, whatever, and we kind of want to move out, but when we move out, we're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm. You don't move out then. You wait, don't you? Yeah. You ask the right questions. You do the right things. And then you build up, yeah. and then you go. But he, I he, think that's what he was doing. And he, for example, I think he was trying to. Obviously, he wanted to go down the route of the infantry, but he, that proved quite difficult because I mean, a royalist out, you know, on in, in the infantry is, you want to be treated normally, but you would never be treated normally, would you? Because no, the, you'd always be treated as a, like like this prestige. <clears throat> yeah, keep this person, guy safe, like, kind of thing. Your your mates are sleeping in trenches, and you're sleeping on a on a camp bed. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, that sort of thing. But he um so so he said before he what in his interview that the family cut him out out of the um the situation not only with uh, the royal duties but also with financial duties as well. So, for example, you know he he's he said that he's having to use the remainder of what is left of Diana's inheritance that was given to him to try and support him financially outside of being and to pay for security because yeah, the, the royal family stopped paying yeah, security yeah exactly 
But it's, it's that's like, the queen's grand. That's the that's the queen's like grandson. Yeah, and yeah. they they have cut. So the re- this is another thing as well. They said, oh, you know, they just upped and left. But no, what happened was they were in the midst of moving, mm. and then the, the 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 royal family cut their security. So then where they wanted to go got leaked, and then they were left in a country with no security. That means people can just come and attack them. They know where they are. They know where they're moving to. Yeah. So uh, why would you not go? Like, if someone had leaked my address, right, and they'd cut all the power to my property, it, you wouldn't stay there, would you? No. You, you would just get out of your house and go, no matter what. So Harry was left with, uh, like, my family here, and it is a family that he's got, yeah. his own family, little family. Their security is at risk. They've had death threats... They had death threats about their son being killed by random people. Your security's been gone. People know where you live. People know where you're moving to. Yeah. So what, like, what the hell do you do other yeah. than go? Like, yeah. He had no choice. And not only that, but his own royal family, his own family are saying to, I think, well, they didn't say it directly to Megan, but supposedly that this, this happened. Um, there were concerns and conversations about how dark the skin of the baby might be when he's born. Now, obviously, for, for for me as well, like if obviously Harry's, you know, he's not a stupid guy. He's obviously married into somebody that he's loved, he loves, and you know he understands that Megan's um, she got a Caribbean Caribbean background, is it? Yeah, it's um, something like that, isn't it? Yeah, and you know he understands that as well. Like for his own family to comment on the skin of his mm. own child is 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 ridiculous. Uh, I, I'm not being controversial here, okay? Because I'm not I'm not racist. I think. What the fam- what the royal family were probably trying to do was say, look, if this child is black, how is it going to look on the royal yeah. family? Because they've probably... I don't think they've ever had anyone with colour in the royal family, right? I don't think... No, I don't think so, have. obviously, that would be a question because it's out of the ordinary for something like that to happen. But they have different nationalities. Yeah. I mean, Prince Philip... Uh, so Philip is, um, I think, is, is German descent or Austrian descent or something oh. like that as well. But, yeah. I think... They had to ask the question, not for one second am I saying that that is right, but I'm saying as a royal establishment, somebody of that calibre, they probably did feel like they had to ask that question. I think maybe... And I don't, I don't think it's right, because it doesn't matter what the fuck your skin colour is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that the royal family have probably seen that and gone, well, some... Like, like royal, think, some royal enthusiasts probably wouldn't want yeah, somebody. No, oh no, no, with that, with that, without mean? a doubt, so, that that that's where I think this whole idea is very split as well. Yeah. This opinion is very split. I think that that reason there might be part of the reason why Harry has decided to take a, a step away from the situation as well. Was because I think he probably he might well understand something like that, which you know he, he shouldn't he shouldn't have to. No. but I think he does, and I think it's probably probably why he's done it. But well, can I you mean, imagine if if Harry lost Meghan as well? No, oh. like. <laughs> He he might have just gone. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know what he would have done. No, well, that, yeah, he's um, I think it, the whole thing. Do you know, do you know what they've called the situation as well? Megan leaving. Megs it. Megs it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's quite good. So it's just typical British tabloids, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so but they they they've they've got something out of it as well. Like people were saying that they already had deals lined up, but they didn't. But they've got a uh, Netflix deal of seventy five million. I don't know what the I mean, deal's going to be. They've got to make money somehow, haven't they? Yeah, but I reckon there could be like a film, documentaries, but... <laughs> could be like got... a in the life of the whatever, they, you know. Maybe, yeah, yeah. They could just do following, yeah. like keeping up with the... Uh... Keeping up with the... <laughs> What's his surname? Windsor? No, that's the Queen's surname, isn't it? What's... I actually don't know. 
Harry. You must have to Google it. Um, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, so yeah, obviously keeping up with the the Markles, maybe we'll, we'll call it. <laughs> um, and they've also got a deal with Spotify worth eighteen million, which is going to be a podcast deal. So, well, that's interesting. It's going to take some business away well, from us, isn't it? I've just looked as well. Harry, his real name is uh, Henry <laughs> Charles Albert David. Sorry, what? That's what this says. What? Harry was actually born Henry Charles Albert David, but we've always known him as Harry. Henry Charles Albert David? Yeah. Surname? Just says David. So it says, what is Prince Harry's surname? <laughs> Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex, Henry Charles Albert David. Harry was actually born Henry Charles Albert David, but we've always known him as Harry. What? That's weird. Hmm. So yeah, there you go. Um, With regards to the spot, uh, the Spotify thing, I mean, I'm not happy about it because well, no, because that's the they could knock million, us out they, the top spot. That's eighteen. But... That's eighteen million they could have given to yeah, us yeah. for sponsoring why. two I, guys sat in a chair. I don't know. Why I think that, that is con- it's controversial in itself. I think we should release and. We we love, we can have garden parties with the tabloids if it means that we get an eighteen million pound Spotify Lad podcast Bible. deal. Yeah, them in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. Back pocket. Yeah, little cash grab. And on that, we have got uh, next week's episode um, is going to be sponsored by the royal family. We're going to have <laughs> Harry himself coming to do the spot the podcast because he did say his words. I couldn't think of a better place to be than in Leicester in a shed. In the wank shed, he said. That's He's always up with the words. Yeah. The words he said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think that that the royal family, I think, is the whole. It, it, you could go on for weeks and weeks you, and weeks. You about could. About you could talk about it for, for weeks on end, and I think there's always going to be a right answer. There's always going to be a wrong answer. There's never going to be one that's in the middle. I think whatever you agree with, whatever you support, is fair enough. But I think you need to look at it from a human perspective and not just a work perspective. Mm-hmm. Work. You work as a royal family member. You know, you yeah. you are a you are a family member, but you work as a royal family member. Yeah. And when someone is in trouble and is not getting the help that they need from their own family and from their work, what else do you expect them to do? Yeah. I think we should release a new segment called What Harry What What Normal Things Can Harry Do? So like you can see him walking around Primark buying like espadrilles. Like do you, think, do you reckon do you reckon or like it's not normal things like walking into a subway and ordering a sandwich like you like normal things that you can what do. What would on this week's episode of Harry of what would Harry do? <laughs> what would Harry do? But I know my answer to the question. I think yes he has done the right thing. Yeah. Do you think he's done the right thing by stepping away from the royal family? A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent, without yeah. a doubt, yeah. He's done what he thinks is right for his family. And mm-hmm. no one, unless you're, you know, insane, you wouldn't not do what's best for your family yeah. in a situation. Like, it's as simple as that. But that's that's my take on it. Um, from, what, from what I can see, but like I said, there's other things that people probably wouldn't agree on, but at the end of the day, everyone's got their own opinion, haven't they? But... I think, yeah, I think with regards to the Royal Family, we'll definitely pick up again um, the Royal Family at some point because we are going to be going down the conspiracy theory route at some point. So it's going to be interesting yeah, looking into that. that. Um, but if, every, if anyone is interested in conspiracy theories, check out uh, somebody on YouTube called David Icke, who uh, <laughs> he goes along with the theory that the Royal Family could be lizard people. Yeah, I reckon, so that's interesting. And we know a people know a little bit of two things about David Icke. So yeah. we'll try and see if we can get some links there, there as was, well. There was one more story... Um, to add before before we left for this episode um i would probably say it's quite a sad story um but i, I guess it kind of leads us on you know what would you do so i want to ask you a question okay 
It's quite a deep question, so we're not going to go too much. Too much, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to go too much into it, but it's quite a deep question, okay? okay. So, at the moment, there's a, there was a footballer for PSG, I don't know if you've seen the story, Paris Saint-Germain. Mm-hmm. His name is Jean-Pierre Adams, and okay. he's been in a coma since 1982. Uh, yeah, I have seen that, yeah. Still in yeah, the coma yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, to see this. So, he played for PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, and he was 34, and he had a back injury. So, he went in for um, spinal surgery. And his spinal surgery went wrong. There was complications. Was it off of a result of being injured or in the game? Yeah, or... he, he got injury, so he had like spinal like surgery to try and correct right. it. Okay. And because of the surgery, he had complications. Yeah. And he fell into a coma. <laughs> so he went into the coma at 34, and he's 73 now. Jesus. And he's still in a coma. Jesus. So, like, I was, th- I was thinking about this as a story because this guy has missed, like, almost... Like hot, like what, 35, 40 years of his life? Yeah. In a coma? Mm-hmm. And I think if I was to ever go into one, I don't think I'd want to, I don't think I'd want to come out of that, to be fair. No. Can you imagine like going in at 34 and waking up at 70? Like, you, do, you, do you know how weird your body would feel? It would, the whole thing. You I'm... literally were like 30 years old the last time you felt yourself. Have you seen Kill like, Bill? No. I think it, was, it might even be Kill Bill 2. She goes into a coma <laughs> and then she, um, the line is, or the quote is, wiggle, you're a big toe. And she's basically laying in bed and, like, people have been paying um, the doctor to, like, sleep with her while she's oh. in a coma. Like, weird stuff. <laughs> and then she comes out and then obviously has to try and learn how to drive and stuff and she's sat there and she wakes up finally and she has to, like, try and wiggle her toes so that she can get use of her legs again. But the whole idea of being able to, have, to learn how to walk, I mean, obviously there's rehab and stuff like that for that, but um, madness, though, the idea of it. I just I I just don't know what I do. I, I think if I ever went into something like that, I don't think I want to come out of it. You know what? Do the first thing I'd do. Years later, it's mad. First thing I'd do, if I had the right family members, the first thing I'd do is get them to try the big tasty meal with McDonald's. <laughs> How fantastic is that burger? Thirty so nineteen eighty two. What the hell was like McDonald's at that point? Obviously, it was a thing because McDonald's is old now, isn't it? But like, that's brilliant. Like, yeah. I want a Big Mac. That's probably the first thing he'd probably say. <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your question off the back of that? Well, I was going to ask it, but I'm not going to because it's quite a deep question. Um, I think I kind of answered it in a way. Like, I don't think I would want to go into a coma and then come out of it 40 years later. We are, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I think it'd be like, extremely overwhelming. Um, but yeah, like obviously that was kind of like a, a, a sports one that I wanted to get in there just based on the stories that have yeah, been this yeah. week. Um, but I, do, but do. I think a, a good way to a good way to make a happy ending of that is probably asking for a McDonald's when you wake up. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And if, yeah. if McDonald's are listening to this, then we were, can we get the hashtag Big Tasty? Thank you. Um, I think we should. If we can get a sponsor, how great would that be? If we could get if we could get a sponsor for the channel, that'd be insane. Yeah, that that would be insane. Like, the the goal the goal is to obviously one day have like a little studio so we can get mm-hmm. cameras and stuff up. But that that is the goal. Like, and we will be going that route. Like, if we continue this because we want to, like, we know how much we enjoy it, and I think um, it's going to be really good. Yeah. But yeah, we we also know we're going to get this eighteen million pounds uh, Spotify podcast deal. So yeah, hundred percent. If you're listening to Spotify, hashtag Spotify. If you listen, Harry, you don't know. So that's just a little thing me and him. Have. No, yeah. yeah. So little, yeah, a little yeah. PJ personal joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's understandable. So yeah. Um, but uh, what uh, should we expect to hear on the next couple of episodes then? 
So obviously we've covered so- social affairs. That's definitely not a thing, but it could be a thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so we've covered current affairs. We've obviously gone through the introductions as well. So I think what we'll be doing to probably tomorrow is running a poll on the channel, on the, on the socials, mm-hmm. just seeing sort of what people would like us to talk about. And then obviously based on the responses, we can pick up that. Obviously, depending on sort of the news throughout that week as well, if anything comes up that's relevant to what it is that we want to talk about. Ideally, I would love to get into the ghosts and conspiracy theories. Yeah, I like that. So I think, I think, that's probably, theories, no. I think it's probably a big thing that we would yeah. go into. Okay. But what the plan is, is that me and Joe are going to try and get sort of stories that we haven't particularly heard of. So like I could tell Joe one that he's never heard of before. Yeah. And see his reaction. I so that, I think that'd be something to be cool. But we'll definitely be running things on the socials soon so keep an eye out guys aiming for weekly episodes so do keep an eye out we are really really enjoying this it's an amazing thing that we've been wanting to do for so long and now we've actually got the chance to do it we're going to try and keep it updated as much as possible um obviously next week we're not massively sure about what we talk about yet but we'll definitely keep you guys aware so did you want to add anything before we go joe i just think um just keep interacting as often as enough as possible um obviously because it's a new venture for both of us um obviously it's going to create its own difficulties there's going to be a few hiccups and things along the way because let's be honest we obviously are a lot more popular than people like jack mate and joe rogan and joe rogan obviously, obviously yeah. me and you are like the you know i don't want to say kings it's probably a big word maybe let's use more more relevant story we're the princes of leicester um i think we could probably um you know outdo them eventually but just keep up with the feedback any suggestions as always welcome as always and uh yeah um anything that you know can can be added or, or improved please let us know um but besides that no no, no happy listening folks have a we'll great have a week. great week cheers